All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, October 25th of 2023. We have our first large NBA slate of this season. We had the short two-gamer yesterday. Nice, big, I believe, 13-game slate today, or actually 12. So that should be a ton of fun here. And then no MLB until Friday when the World Series starts was definitely a uh, very interesting game seven, if you guys caught it. We also have NFL back tomorrow. So for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the Sabersome app, answer any and all DFS related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second way, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video to get access to our similar channels, which are super important during NBA season. Very important to know which Sims are running and how much time you have and when they started. So definitely get in there for the for the NBA lineup alerts, that's super huge. You get access to our individual sport channels. We got sports-specific questions. Get access to other members of the Sabersim team aside from myself here. So great, always a great reason to be in the Discord. But with that being said here, I want to get the app pulled up here. And as always, got to remind you guys, if you're not participating in our weekly max challenge there is still time to sign up this is a promotion giveaway we do during the nfl season here the link to this page is in the description of this video you can use the green enter the challenge button up here at the top you get access to weekly prizes season-long prizes which you can still earn if you enter all you have to do use the saber logo as your avatar on DraftKings. fill out our short form so we can send you guys awesome gear and enter 150 lineups into one of the DraftKings mini max contests on the NFL Sunday main slate. But with that said, going to get Saber simpled up here. I uh, hope you guys got to tune in to our show yesterday. We had an awesome show. I had a ton of fun chopping it up with Matt and Jordan. I got to ask Matt a uh, ton of very specific questions about all of the new updates with live data on Saber Sim. So if you guys missed that, missed that show, it's over on our YouTube channel in our How to Beat NBA DFS in 2023 playlist that uh, one-hour video where we did a deep dive yesterday was, was so much fun. Thank you guys all for tuning in. But with that said, going to get started here. Uh, looks like our first question came in from SunFam here, and we are going to get this kicked off. So question says, NBA late swap, utilizing live ownership. For example, if I set up contest sims and build lineups based on different settings pre-lock, is it possible to go through the steps in the process prior to the next slate of games starting to maximize utilizing the late swap live ownership capabilities? I just want to make sure I have the process down for different contests. Thank you. Okay, so what, what you have to do here. So this is the big thing. If you have a contest sim set up, so like uh, I was doing some testing earlier. So say that I have a contest sim set up, right? So I'm going to hit save. So if you go into your contest sim settings, you're going to see that there is a set of field lineups chosen. When the slate locks, when the game start, when that live ownership starts coming in, there's going to be a new drop down here. So you see that you have this Saber Sim ownership drop down. There's going to be a Saber Sim live ownership dropdown or saber sim ownership live it's it's one of those two ways that we word it here but all you need to do is just come into the contest sim settings 
change the field lineups because what's going to happen is that these were like the pre-slate lock field lineups. But when we get the actual ownership, we are rerunning those ownership builds. Remember that the ownership projections that you see are exposures from an ownership build. So we ran an ownership build and Evan Mobley was owned in about 34% of those lineups in that ownership build. So that is how the exposures and ownership projections come to fruition here. So all you need to do is that, you know, maybe Mobley ends up coming in 25% owned. Well, hey, we are going to know that. We are going to use that as an input into our ownership build and rerun the ownership. So I, I, I talked a little bit about it yesterday. Like think of it as, you know, ownership is this puzzle. Well, we are now taking the puzzle pieces that DraftKings gives us, inserting it into the puzzle, and then solving the rest of the puzzle from there. So I think that's like super cool. And and all you need to do is just make that one change there. So it looks like, you know, that was kind of the gist of the question. But if I missed anything, just let me know. I think we're going to be talking about this a lot today. So happy to answer any more questions around it or not. All right. Bill's Nut said, I don't watch NBA, so I'm agnostic agnostic about taking stands on different players given that when playing 20 max on 50 max contest what post build adjustments can i make to maximize the ev of my lineups also is there a competitive disadvantage in nba for being on the pro plan rather than the ultimate plan so really the biggest thing here is that with the ultimate plan you can basically run like live contest sims on, on the pro plan, you know, you don't have access to the contest sim. So like, that's the biggest difference there, but you're still getting the access to the live ownership. So the ownership here is going to change based on the updated fields here. And then that is going to be accounted for in Saber score. When you go to Saber score and you click on the eye icon, you get to see the formula of how we are grading your lineups. This negative weight on average adjusted ownership is going to get more accurate Therefore, the builder is going to be able to make better decisions. So like we talk about, you know, ways to add value with Sabre Sam and, and like for NFL, you know, uh, paying attention to narratives and, and trying to add value through applying, through giving Sabre Sam better inputs to how players might actually be owned. Well, now we are doing that for you throughout a slate here with the live ownership. So you still get access to those more fine-tune inputs here and that's only going to help SaberSim evaluate okay you know how good is this lineup compared to this other lineup since the ownership is actually x instead of y right so i think that you know saber what the way i describe it is saber score was built on contest sims it just makes a little more assumptions about grouping contests together so saber sim is like the 80 20 of contest sims while contest sims are as specific and as nuanced as you can possibly be so that is the way that I would look at it when evaluating the two things. All right. Looks like GM 33 jumped in here trying to help out. Um, not really a question though, but thank you, GM 33 question here from run the bases. Question said, are there any standard NBA rules you use daily for large slates, such as max two or three from each team? What's the most efficient way to set these rules up? And do you have to set them up daily for each slate? This is a great question. So what I would do here is I think there's one rule that's like a fairly common heuristic. I think it's, I think it's justified generally here. So what I would do, go to my lineup rules, go to add new rule, go to rule type group method automatic, 
I would say use no more than three, and then I would group by team. Generally, you don't want to play more than three players per team because if one person is shooting the ball, that means the other four are not. And generally, there's only so many fantasy points to go around in any given day here. So what I would do is use this rule most days, but I would kind of spot check this rule on a daily basis. Like when you load up into Saber Sam and you come in here and you're trying to get a feel for the slate here, uh, what, what I would suggest doing is coming in here, sorting by value, and just seeing like, hey, is there a situation here where one team is constantly showing up and then you can go and do additional research around that team, right? So say that, you know, the top four values are all Golden State players and you're like, okay, that's weird. And then you go, you know, check the Basketball Monster News dashboard and then you see that Steph Curry's out, Clay Thompson's out, Draymond Green is out, like they're doing a full rest day for their starters. Well, yeah, it might make sense to allow more than four players from Golden State into your rule, right? So in that case, what I would do is I would go and adjust the rule and remove it for Golden State for that day. So if you write an automatic rule like this, it will carry over slate to slate. You will not have to rewrite it every single day. But if you want to make fine-tuned adjustments like we're talking about, come into the rule, save it as a manual rule. It will create a rule for each team on the slate. You can use this drop down and then say, hey, I want to get rid of the rule uh, I said for Golden State, but I actually think they're not playing today. So I'm going to get rid of it for Washington, right? And then I'm just going to use the trash icon. And then now every other team has to abide by this rule except for Washington. And then you can just make those fine tune adjustments. And then once you're done with that, um, you just leave it as is. And then I, I would just go and rewrite the rule the next day. That way it could uh, be, be good again. But that is what I would suggest there. Fine rule to use in general. <laughs> uh, Dig Deep said, this is a funny one. He said, how do you project blocks for someone with a hundred foot long arms? Uh, the answer is it's very hard, right? I think rookies are the highest variance players, especially at the beginning of the season. I think that if you see Saber Sims projections for rookies, and you disagree, I would encourage you to make some adjustments. You know, we do our best to take information and try and project these guys, but it's hard, right? There's there's no NBA sample size. So, so it gets very tricky. I would say that those projections start to even out, start to make a lot more sense as we get into a couple weeks in the season here. But I think at the beginning of the season, you know, um, understanding rookies and and their potential and and looking at some of those things can be a major value add to the app if you know what you're doing right so if if that's you hey you know give it a shot i'm not going to discourage that at all here all right uh question here looks like jam 33 jumped in going to cover this for everybody here i think this is super important at the beginning of the year how do you import lineups on mobile with iphone and DraftKings app so great question here i will show you guys we have an awesome tutorial for both DraftKings and FanDuel. I know some people are like, hey, you know, you guys don't cover FanDuel enough. So we're trying to do a little better there. So if you go to the top right corner, you go to help. This will open up our support library. And then if you scroll down, frequently asked questions, go to view more. And then in here, just type in phone or mobile or something like that. And then you're going to get this pop-up, how to enter your SaberSim lineups into your contest on mobile slash phone here. We have two tutorials, one for DraftKings, one for FanDuel, both done on a phone and showing you guys 
how to do it there. So that is a full walkthrough. If anybody's looking for that, you can find that in our support library, but very good question and wanted to cover that for everyone here. So I think that is a question that serves all the people. All right. Next question here from Skyhook. Question says, could you explain more on the late swap contest sim scenarios for lineups that are very live to win? The way I'm understanding it is you're top 10 in the Mega 8s tonight with two spots left, and there's lineups ahead of you with equal spots heading into the three late games. So contest sim is guessing which two players are in the lineup above you and then likely differing from those to try to stay unique slash keep win rate higher. And the contest sim is using the current CSV for the Mega 8s with exactly the 1,251 live entries. What would differ if doing it in the flagship MME contest when the contest size exceeds the 10K lineups in the current contest sim? Okay, really good question here. And want to clarify a couple things that I heard from Matt yesterday. So on the stream, Matt said that we are looking at live contests and we are looking at all of the lineups in the contest up to about 50,000 lineups. So if your contest has less than 50,000 lineups, we are going to use all of the lineups from the contest in the live late swap. I'm sorry. Yeah. In the live, like contest sim slash late swap. So we are analyzing the, the actual contest. And then from each bucket of ownership, there is a specific contest that we are looking at. So if you're looking at the flagship MME, this is probably the large, you know, $15, $20 tournament for the night. You're looking at the high stakes 20 max. That's probably the 888, right? So, uh, you know, where you can enter multiple times. So think about it like that here. And then What's happening in the live sim is that if there are 2,000 entries, well, what we're going to do is we are going to basically build iterations of every possible lineup and then use those in the contest sim. So say there's a lineup that has two slots available. Well, we're going to solve for that over and over and then say, hey, a, a certain percentage of the time, we think that these two players are going to be used. A different percentage of the time, we think that these two players are going to be used. And then we're going to have all these candidate lineups for the lineups that are not completely filled out. And then from there, we're going to use those candidate lineups in the contest sim. So we're running the contest sim 100,000 times. We're not going to only run it with the one lineup we predict is like our most likely. Maybe there's a set of two players that we think that that they're going to be in the lineup 60% of the time. Well, what about the other 40%, right? Maybe there are another set of two players that's uh, 30% and then another set of two players that's 10%. Well, we're going to have those candidate lineups and then SaberSim is going to pluck randomly from those candidate lineups each time it runs the contest sim. So sometimes the candidate lineup is going to be lineup A, and then sometimes the candidate lineup is going to be can uh, candidate B, et cetera here, right? So we're going to have different candidate lineups for each lineup that still has players left, and we're going to use those candidate lineups when running your contest sim there. So that is how it is working to the best of my knowledge based on what we talked about yesterday. But if that's confusing, happy to continue to clarify that there. I know that some of these points are going to take a little bit to to uh, figure out, which which uh, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around it somewhat and checking in with the team frequently. All right. Timmy said, 
If I have multiple contests, can I late swap them individually? For example, late swap the main based on its projections and then swap a single entry contest based on its projections separately? If so, how? Yes, you can do this. So great question. So when you click this late swap icon up here at the top, you're going to get this pop-up and then you're going to be able to select which contest you want. So maybe I only want to do the top contest, right? And then when I click late swap one contest, what it's going to do, it's going to open up a new build workspace. And then it's only going to look at how many unique lineups I had in the number of contests that I selected. And then from there, I can go back, do another late swap for my next set of contests, et cetera, et cetera, as many times as I want to do that. So we're going to have a more NBA focused uh, late swap tutorial coming out probably either later today or tomorrow here. So be on the lookout for that. But this update just went live. So we're still trying to catch up on some of the support documentation, et cetera, here. All right. Next question here from Chef Craig. Question says, Late swap question. Last night, I ran 150 MME plus some high stakes single entry 3 max. The build settings for these are a little bit different in terms of sliders, etc. When I did the late swap, there wasn't a way to do separate swaps with the different settings. I ran the 158 lineup swap on the flagship MME settings. Then I did it for the high stakes single entry, but it also ran all 158 lineups. Of my lineups, I ended up having to go to each individual contest on DK and just manually swap the players for the lineups and my high stakes stuff. I wasn't able to get to all of them manually. Is there a, what is it? Uh, sorry, I lost my spot. I wasn't able to get to all of them manually. Is there a way to select which contest you'd like to run the swap for? Okay, so if you missed it, just do exactly what I just showed. Come up here to the swap button. You can select which contest you want to use. And then from the late swap window, you're going to be able to update your slider settings in the settings. So just use the settings pop out, adjust, you know, you're playing small field, single entry, something like that. You can adjust it there, but, but selecting the contest first and then going to the late swap pop out is going to be your best friend doing that. All right. Uh, looks like I actually skipped GM33's question. Sorry about that. Question says, uh, if I set up a late swap right after initial lock, I can continue to rebuild that late swap build throughout the night, correct? It will always go back to my saved entries and build X swaps per lineup each time I hit rebuild lineups. Okay, so I'm not sure, but this is a good question. So I'm going to have to test this out like during a live slate. Uh, so basically what GM33 is saying is like, hey, you know, I decided that I wanted to late swap this set of contests. So I have my swap one here. These are my 150 max lineups. Well, as the night goes on, if I refresh projections, will the players that are now playing continue to get locked within this window? Or will I have to reopen a new late swap window each time? I'm almost positive that as the games lock and as long as you use the refresh projections icon, you can stay within this one window and continue to rebuild your lineups. I think that's actually a great point here, a great time saver. So I would try that out and, and see if that works. So you're going to have to basically wait till the second round of lineups lock. So lock on the West Coast is at four. And then the next set of games starts at 4.30. So basically after this, so 
So after the four o'clock games, open up a late swap build. After the 430 games lock, come into the same build screen and see if, you know, are the Brooklyn players locked now? Are the Cavaliers players locked now? I'm almost positive it will. So check that out. But I think that's a very good point and should make it so you don't have, you know, 15 build spaces open all at the same time. But great question. All right. Scrolling down here. Uh, B Morbs said. Any tips on editing lineups on FanDuel via cell phone? Yes, I know. And I'm bigger NBA slates. So you set any rules, stacks, etc. Okay, so we, we've actually talked about all of these things here. So we talked about a general rule up at the beginning of the show. I showed how to write it here. Just a basic rule. Use no more than three players per team. Showed how to set that up in the app. I did show the uh, phone tutorial slash mobile tutorial for DK and FanDuel. So check that out. There's like a little weird thing with having to change the zoom on your phone to get the little CSV edit button to pop up on mobile. Uh, so you might have to zoom out to like 50%, but it will appear eventually there. So I walk through it into the tutorial. I narrate the entire time. So I would check that out. We're also going to be coming out with a mobile late swap tutorial as well. So hoping to drop that video very soon for you there. All right. Question from Albus. Said, Andrew, FYI, a release note was just sent out that there is a use live sim if available option. Okay, so so that's actually super cool. I haven't seen this yet, so I will have to look at it, but that is really cool. So let's do a hard refresh here and, you know, hopefully catch any updates that just went live in the app. So it sounds like when you are creating a contest sim from what I can read. Ah, there's a new button down here. Use live sims if available. So if you toggle this on, when the live ownership comes up, we will automatically change your field lineup so you do not have to. I think that is a very good um, tool here. Thank you guys for releasing it. And there's a little note says, if enabled this contest sim, We'll utilize our live game sims if they are available, if off, or if live sims are not available, it will default to using the most recent pre-log simulations we have. Okay, so I'd basically always turn this on. I would turn it on for all sports, right? Uh, you could do this for NFL. You could do this for MLB, but it's it's World Series now, so Showdown doesn't count too much. But And then I think we're going to try and support hockey at some point as well. So I would definitely always toggle that on. All right, great question there. And let's go back to the Office Hours channel. All right, next question here. It's actually our last question in the Office Hours channel. We'll jump over to the YouTube chat. Don't be soy. Say, can you show a late swap example in full? Use live projections, live ownership, fill method, and show to do it for multiple contests. Uh, so I can't fully demo it because there is no live slate at the moment. But basically what you would do which I'll, I'll try and demo as much of it as possible. So what I would do here is I would, so slate locks, right? My lineups are done. Say I'm playing these four lineups. What I'm going to do, use the swap option. I'm going to select the contest that I want. I'm going to hit late swap one contest. So maybe I want to do one contest at a time. Maybe I you can do all four. It depends how many you select. So in this window, go to settings. 
And then there's going to be a Sabersim live option. So go to live in your my projection. And then go to decide how many swaps you want per lineup. So do you want to swap each lineup 10 times, 20 times? Uh, you can still only have a pool size of 5,000. That That is still capped. So this will update, right? If I want 20, then the pool size is going to adjust. So that's going to figure that out for you. And then like we were just talking about, if this is set to use live sims if available, this will automatically do that. If it is off, you will have to come in here and change it. And then from here, I would build my lineups. You still need to make two adjustments, two projections. I would build my lineups, okay? And I'm just going to say uh, 10 times. Maybe I can demo this end-to-end -end now. Cool. For a little bit, we couldn't really demo late swap uh, when a slate wasn't live, which was unfortunate. Okay, so now my lineups are built. If I want to run the contest sim, I click this button over here that says run contest sim. Once I decide my sorting method, whatever it is, I, this will actually say, um, download new entries when the slate is live. I think that's, that's the one thing here. So if I click this, it's going to give me this pop-up. I actually don't want to do that. So this button will say download new entries when the slate is live, which will automatically download your CSV. I always suggest keeping the open DFS site on download option toggled on that will take you to the upload entry space and you can just upload it from there. So that is the way that I would suggest late swapping. Um, I also think that you can late swap a build from a workspace here. So like, say there is a build space where you did a bunch of work, right? When the slate is live and you're on the build, I believe you can get a late swap option where it will carry over all of your projections and minimax exposures, et cetera here. And then the way it determines how many lineups it does is however many contests are checked. So I have one contest checked. So when I use that right-click option, it's only going to pull the one lineup. And then if I have all of them, it's going to pull all of them. So I believe that's another option if you have a bunch of work that you do not want to redo here. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Clint said, hello. What is up, Clint? All right, first question here from Dirty Merc said, on Sunday's NFL showdown, I had a very similar build to Giant Squid. And didn't win. I went back into my sims and saw that the winning lineup projected with a negative sim ROI, which is why I didn't land in my 150. The variations with the kickers instead of defense showed a positive risk adjusted ROI, but the defenses did not. Unlike my actual sims, the review tool is showing the winning lineup with a positive risk adjusted ROI. Why would that be? Okay, so couple things here. So it's not to say that Giant Squid thought he was playing a negative sim ROI lineup. Maybe he adjusted projections. Maybe he did something different with his field lineups. Maybe he built custom field. Maybe he had his custom ownership. Like, like I don't really know, but depending on those inputs is going to affect the ROIs that are returned from the contest sim. So I, I would say that, you know, it, it's possible that whatever he's doing, you know, he has his own process. Uh, Longtime DFS Pro is just, ended up being different from yours. The reason that a lineup would show as negative ROI in your contest sim versus actual is due to two reasons. One, the ownership came in different than we thought. Two is the number of actual lineups in the contest versus the field lineups. So right now we have 10,000 field lineups for NFL showdown. 
in the actual flagship NFL showdown, I think there was like 90,000 entries. So when we look at all of the lineups and all of the portfolios, the lineup can grade out differently there. So that's why we're always trying to increase the size of our field lineups. That's why our fields have gone from 5,000 to 10,000. Then now with the live contest sim, we're up to 50,000. So team is like constantly trying to scale that and grow that. So that's what's going on there. But it, but it could be any of those reasons. If, if somebody is adjusting projections or using an aggregate or whatever, those are going to affect the post-contest sims. The post-contest sims are using Saber Sims raw projections. So make a note of that. All right. Uh, Dirty Mert just answered your question. Uh, you know, we usually get to the YouTube questions last. Appreciate you hanging around until we got to that one. Jeffrey said, any idea how to select the contest to add to contest sim using iPhone slash iPad. Okay. So you should still be able to do it from the contest tab. And then there should be an option there to just with a checkbox where you just click the checkboxes as you go. So I would also suggest checking out our mobile tutorial, which we walked through earlier, but we're also going to be having a mobile late swap tutorial, which will definitely cover that point. Clay said, can you show us how to late swap using the live projections? Yes, we definitely just walked through that. I would just rewind a little bit there, but I'll, but the big thing is making sure you're going and changing your projection source. Tim said, thanks. I was using the new build late swap option and couldn't figure that out. Yeah, man, happy to help out. I know there's definitely going to be a learning curve with some of these things, guys, so I'm happy to walk through it over and over again, and then I'm just going to start plugging our tutorials once those come in, you know, watching a couple of times, getting the hang of it, watching it and doing it yourself, following along is, is going to be the best way to learn. Cameron said, are live sims available for FanDuel or only DK? So they're only available for DK. And the reason for that is that FanDuel does not provide uh, contest CSVs. So DraftKings is providing the data in live time, you know, how much ownership, uh, all the actual lineups were able to take that information in and use it to, to do all of these cool things. Unfortunately, FanDuel does not let us do that. Steven said, thinking of showing, thinking of showdown for NFL. Let's say I want to play lower salary lineups than the field. I want the average salary of my set to be 47,000 without limiting max salary. What is a good way to do this? Um, man, this is a hard question. There's not a good way to do this in the app at the moment. So like we have min salary, we have max salary. We do not have average salary. And then there is like no drop down here that would show you that. So what I can do here is take down a feature request uh, to show average salary of number of lineups. But I can definitely see why that would be useful. So I'm definitely going to take that one back to the team. Next question, if playing cash games, what play style would you select? Great question. So what I would do is I would go to my build settings. I would change build mode from sim mode to optimizer mode. So optimizer mode is our old cash mode here. This is going to optimize your lineups based on the number of projected points. It's going to try and pack in as many projected points into your lineups as possible here. So that is what I would do. Uh, Jeffrey said it's grayed out and saying to select the contest to add to contest sim. So I'm not sure why it would be grayed out. 
if you so so when you're trying to use the add contest sim you like long press on it so on the desktop you you right click on mobile you're supposed to long press if it's grayed out you might just have to do it by hand in the build so just go to the build two or build one and then go to the contest sim settings and then just just put in the data so you might just have to do that if it's grayed out but frankly i'm not sure why it would be grayed out so uh, I would I would check that out. If you have more contests, I would try to see if one of those other contests works and it's like a contest specific thing. So not really sure. If you guys are having an issue where you're not sure really what's going on and can't figure it out, always use the report a problem button. This will go straight to our support team and that will give them information to help them figure out what is going on and how they can help you. So this is always very helpful, a very good tool to use. All right, Dirty Merc said, just listening back to your answer a few times. Very helpful. Wondering if there is any rhyme or reason to stick to Saber score over risk, optimize ROI on Showdown, since there is likely more variance in projected versus true ownership and player performance on a single game slate. That way I don't include posi possible positive ROI lineups if the slate plays out differently than expected. Yeah, I think that's like a interesting point, right? I've experimented with like using the contest sim metrics mostly as filters and using Saber score. Cause I really value like the sim optimals lineup sorting metrics. So sim optimals tells me, Hey, this lineup is showing up a lot in the Sims. You know, it has a good uh, win rate in the Sims. So how can I play those high lineups that have a high win rate while also taking into account some of the contest sim metrics. So I've used contest sims as a filter at times, trying to experiment, trying to do different things. So I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with using the single game saber score. It's something that I've used myself here. And I, I think it's, I, I think it's a solid sorting metric and I wouldn't be opposed to anybody using it. I think it's completely fine. Even if you do have access to contest sims. So little food for thought, little like, uh, you know, take your pick. It's really your choice at that point but I don't see anything wrong with it. All right. We are all caught up with questions at the moment, everybody. Hey, great show. A lot of people tuning in to, you know, kind of learn and demo the live stuff here. Uh, we have a big 12 game slate tonight, right? You guys are going to have to uh, get your feet wet, kind of, uh, you know, jump in and, and see how it goes. So our support team will be around at lock, uh, uh, you know, after lock trying to be there to help you guys out and, and show you guys the ropes there. So, reach out to us. If you guys run into a problem, please reach out to us, you know, reach out in discord in the support channel, reach out via the report a problem button. We want to help you guys make sure that you get lineups in and we do not want you guys to be left hanging and have a terrible customer experience. Cameron said, is ROI better than risk adjusted ROI? Last question. Yeah, man. No, happy to answer this one. So really we suggest using risk adjusted ROI. And the reason for that is because when you have two lineups that have the same ROI, say hundred percent, well, one of them might have binked three times and never cashed again in an extreme example. One of them might have binked only one time, but had a bunch of other times where they uh, scored well in the Sims, high percentile finishes, but not win, right? So in that case, the second lineup would have a lot less variance than the first one. The risk-adjusted ROI is going to understand that and give the second lineup a higher risk-adjusted ROI score saying, hey, it's probably better to play this lineup. So that is what I would go with. Uh, Tim said, how do we submit an enhancement request? Uh, you can just email us support at sabersim.com. If you guys have ideas, feature requests, we're always taking ideas from the community. So if you guys want to have, have a cool idea, uh, send us an email and we will put it in the log to be reviewed. 
But that about does it, everybody. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be right back here tomorrow, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. So until then, take care. I will see you guys. Thanks. Bye.